I'm a director. <laughs> Places, everybody. I'm going to make him an offer again with you. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I'm the dude. I'm kind of a big deal. Houston, we have a problem. You talking to me? You talking to me? Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. There you go. You talking to me? Are you talking to me? How you doing, folks? I'm Greg Russell. This is the Greg Russell Movie Show, and this is our first episode here. Yes! Yeah, I hear the crowd out there just going wild. This is fantastic. Today, being joined by a dear friend, I call her the movie mom, Jody Treeweiler. Hello, Jody. Hi, Greg. Glad, How are you? Doing well. Glad to have you here on the first show. Woo! Woo, woo, woo. you. Do it. I know, love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you're here not only because you're a good friend, but also because we call you the movie mom. Movie mom. You take your kids to movies. Yep. And uh, I, I just, <laughs> you can, you and I talked not too long ago about how there's some movies maybe that you or we as adults want to go see, but if we have young children, especially like in your case who are teenagers, almost teenagers, yes. you probably shouldn't take them to see like Wrinkle in Time. Well, it's t- <laughs> plus I have two boys, mm-hmm. so that definitely changes the movies that we go to see. Um, I did drag them to see Frozen when that first came out, and they were so mad at me. They were just bitter and angry. So I don't get to see all the frilly Disney movies that I would love to see. Yeah. But yeah, Wrinkle in Time, mm-hmm. I had to see it because Oprah's in it, and I love Oprah. Love me some <laughs> Oprah, right? That's right. And I read the book, and I was a little disappointed, but um, my younger son, Liam, who's 11, said he now hates the guy who's in that movie. Um, he was in Hop. Oh, wow. He plays the husband. Good looking dude. Oh, he plays James T. Kirk. Please, come on. Him, the new Oh, Star Trek. um. This is a quiz for Greg because, see, I'm not the. I've had drinks that, with that guy. Yeah, too. I don't know I can't all the names name of everything, right now. but I can describe Isn't him. Isn't that weird? He's in A Wrinkle in Time, and Liam just said, I hate him now. I hate him. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's such a. My 11 year old is just bratty. Um, yeah, but I loved it. And the costume. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. There we go. Chris Pine. That's oh, I got a great story about that whole yes. thing, too. But go ahead. No, no, we'll hear your story about Chris Pine. Oh, yeah. Well, we were uh, all down in Texas for uh, the movie that he did with Jeff Bridges a couple of years back. And, of course, mine is just completely mush. So if anybody out there can remember, <laughs> please yeah, join I'm not good in. with movie names. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm just well, not. it wasn't a wrinkle in time. Yeah. But we were all at the premiere, and we were sitting behind them in the movie theater. Now, we're all, you know, having a couple of beers or, you know, whatever else. Yeah. They were doing shots even before the movie started out. Hell or High Water, that was the name ah, of the movie. I did not see and that. And we're sitting there, and we're just watching them throughout the whole movie going, yep, 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 yep. So at the end of the movie, they're supposed to have a question and answer time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jeff Bridges, I love that guy because he is always constantly the dude. Right. That seems like his real persona. He he's, would just be doing shots constantly. Right. He's on stage, and you can tell he's, like, you know, half-baked, and he says, yeah, I had a good time doing this movie, man. Just <laughs> smiling away, awesome. just happy. Chris was rather happy, happy. Uh-huh. He pulled out a cigarette in the movie theater, which, I mean, that oh. you may as well nowadays say, fire, you know, or whatever. <laughs> he pulls out going, I'll pay the fine. Let me tell oh, you a little man. bit about my life. <laughs> and it's like you're going... They, that was the shortest question and answer period ever. I bet. One question, bet. that was it. That's it. Yeah, they're out. That was. That's fun, though. It was. That's fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, have, have had a lot of fun, you know, mm-hmm. times with people. So, uh, and we will be sharing those stories, you know, a lot of time here on the show. Right. And like I said, whatever, you know, whichever stories you'd like to share, too, it is always great. You were at my uh, Greg Russell Wine and Recline the other week. That was so much fun. You guys have to go. 
really. Yes. Because wine, number one, yay! Uh, and we had a caricature artist there. Yes, we uh, did. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we oh, right. could show. We actually picture. can show. Literally, I, I forgot it. about that. I'm mad now because I'm not trying to say I'm the most gorgeous person ever, but I You're don't beautiful. feel like I'm as You're ugly as beautiful. that. What? Look at that picture, you guys. Does that? Come on. What? Look at what's this? My nose is like this. And look at Greg. He's a stud with a collar up and really. But I don't have that much white hair. So, I've got white hair. I'm not going to lie, but it's not. You can't that be mad. Much. That, but see, this is my thing. I do a lot of fitness. I'm a fitness expert mm-hmm. and health expert. And so we went and watched Little Miss Sunshine, which was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. I think it was because of honestly the company, you, <laughs> that I really, really enjoyed it. Yes. And, and we're sitting there. We oh you, you can pour your own wine too when you come to my event. So you don't have to worry about, you know, a person behind the bar going, oh, here's your sample. And it's like, I put more scope in my (laughs) glass than you put right there. I had a lot of wine. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to say that. Me either. And Steve Carell was in that movie, and I forgot. Yeah. He was just hilarious. I loved it. And the other funny part, like we said, you know, Alan Arkin's in the movie. Alan Arkin, we're going to go all over the place here too, folks. Don't get me wrong. We're going to head on one movie and go to another. Uh, Like even the story I shared there. He was in the movie. He won an Academy Award Best Supporting Actor for that. And people at times will ask me, uh, you know, like I'm on a couple of voting boards uh, for the Critics' Choice Award, the African American Film Critics Association, Screen Actors Guild, and all like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So people always say, "Is it always the best actor, you know, male or female, who wins?" And it's like, yeah, usually, you know, you do have like people who always do who will do a good job. But sometimes when it comes down to it, it's like, well, I like you. I don't like that guy, so you're getting my vote. <laughs> and you know, and there are times when actors uh, at times will shoot off their mouths a little bit too much about thinking that they're going to win, because uh, like I always bring up, Russell Crowe, who won for Gladiator the following year, did A Beautiful Mind, which he really should have won for that. He, he did amazing. do the best performance. Yes. But Russell shot off his mouth so much that he kind of ticked people off in Hollywood. So they went, you know what? We've kind of screwed over Denzel. For, you know, several movies. And he was in Training Day, which he did a great job. I mean, Denzel doesn't do anything bad. But their deal was, you know what? Tech with that, Russell. We're giving it to Denzel. That's not right. I feel like as a voter, you should have to stay and hold on to your integrity. Mm Because you're not trying to pick the guy you like the best. Yeah. Picking who did the best in that role in that performance. Right. So it's sad that it becomes political like that. Yeah, well, that's just it. Yeah, they just were all kind of cheesed off about it. It's like a Hippocratic oath for Mm -hmm. movie Yeah. Because also... That would have made him the would have made him the third actor to win back to back Academy Awards. That had only been done by Spencer Tracy and Tom Hanks. So they didn't want him, to right? Because it's kind of like that's this great, you know, well, thing to. But if he deserved it, yeah. But they said he cheesed him off, and that's what happened with Alan Arkin in Little Miss Sunshine. Eddie Murphy really should have won for Dreamgirls. He had won oh. everything else, but then Eddie started, you know, kind of like shooting his mouth off about, yeah, basically I'm gonna right. walk right in and get it. And when they called Alan Arkin's name. Trust me, folks, if you can find video of that Academy <laughs> Award. Well, Eddie, well, Eddie Murphy's face was like, Mother, what? <laughs> but Alan Arkin was kind of like, What? Who they yeah. call? Me? Yeah. I swear, I think he was wearing jeans. Because he's like, I'm just here to fill out the audience. They're not going to call me. Better. <laughs> that scene in the car where he's talking to his grandson. Oh. Good Lord. Like, I have a 14 year old, and he's telling this 15 year old. Oh 
yeah. to be just doing as many chicks as you can. And the dad's like, shut up while he's driving the car. And the grandpa's just laying it out there. And also he was doing heroin. I was going to say grandpa was on heroin, so. And then he's like, but don't do that. Wait till you're super old. So at least that was good advice. So I got that going for me. Yeah. <laughs> like 20 or 30 no, years. No. Yeah, but you'll recall. I don't want to spoil it, but what happens to him and come on. Yeah, well. It's, yeah. Really, the movie's funny, you guys. Just go. So tell us about the movie that's going to show next month. Or this month in April. Oh, uh, the, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you even heard it there in the thing. You know, Jeff doing his "I'm the dude." Yes. That one all came about because of our friend Tati. She had mentioned to me about if I see this movie, she's never seen it before. I uh, do I have to drink a bottle, or should I drink a bottle of wine to get ready for it? And I said, "Well, you know what? Yes. You should drink wine and recline, and we'll do it that <laughs> way." And boom, that's how the whole. Thing came yeah. about. So Tati Amara, host of Live in the mm-hmm. D on Channel Four. Yep. And she's gonna be there. She's gonna be there. Awesome. She's gonna be there. You're gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Wow. I'm gonna be there. Yeah. And we're Hot gonna have, dog. I like that you can pour your own wine. Oh, same here. And then I don't even eat dairy. Mm-hmm. I ate so much cheese <laughs> that night. At your... <laughs> I don't know what happens when I drink a bunch of wine. It's like nothing, no rules anymore. I, well... I had a plate full of cheese, Greg. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm not allergic. I just choose not to do dairy because mm-hmm. of the hormones. And, you know, I, I'm a fitness right. expert. It's what I do. But just like everybody else, I have a lot of wine, and I just throw my rules out the window, I guess. There you and go. And you had the hot pepper cheese. Uh-huh. I love that. So I just sat there throwing cheese squares in my mouth and eating, <laughs> eating wine. See? I'm eating wine. Hey, she's eating wine. <laughs> We're doing wine here right now. <laughs> We're doing wine. You think this is just yeah. my mummy water bottle? We do no. do dipping dots in my house. My kids will say that. Can I do dipping dots? I'm like, don't talk like that. It sounds like a drug. I was going to say, was that doing on the news last dots. night, what kids are doing do now? They, they do dipping dots. It's... It's an expensive ice cream you get at the zoo. Oh, okay. It's the little frozen balls. Uh huh. Can you say balls? Yes, you can. Okay. Go ahead, say it again. There's a lot of balls. <laughs> ice cream balls. You can eat them during the movie. What is that weird? I don't think that's weird. No, me either. I talk a lot about balls in my house. I only have boys. That's just yeah. There's every kind of ball. Uh-huh. Every type. <laughs> so, are there any ball movies that you like? Well, here's one where <laughs> you probably have to have some if you're a guy to go see it. Uh, this past weekend, of course, Ready Player One, we already knew that was going to be number one yeah. You know, at the movie theater. Yes. Uh, the, for the most part, most people enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like some people said, well, the ending might have been a little, you know, different, but, uh, but everybody enjoyed it. Surprisingly, honestly, to me, the number two movie was Acrimony, the new Tyler Perry film, oh. where he wrote, produced, and directed. Uh, stars Taraji P. Henson. And it's all about this woman who perceives herself really to being scorned. Uh, she is all about, she met this guy when she was in college. He had this great idea about this uh, battery, you know, that could be recharged back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so that was how he just kept living his life. She kept going, can you get a job? And he's going, everybody's going to call, honey, I swear. And to which they never do. Uh, but yeah, really, really uh, interesting movie. Had an opportunity to talk to the cast. And uh, here we go with the interview with the cast from Acrimony. The brand new romantic comedy of the year. (laughs) (laughs) You're a morbid man. (laughs) I say, which is as far right from the truth. I think about, like what it says on the poster, hell hath no fury. Mm. Hell doesn't know. You know, hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melinda's hurt. And, you know, it's unfortunate that she sees things the way she does, but she does. <laughs> and um, 
you know, it's 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 several things we touch upon in this movie about the people around the relationship, you know, because if she had the people around her giving her the best advice, mm-hmm. you you know, yeah. um, you can't have yes men in your corner. This man thought his dream was gonna come true, and you know, passion is dangerous because it's a, it's a tunnel vision type of thing, and you don't really look at the peripheral, so uh, you never hold on too long to a dream. You know, a dream is a dream until it's accomplished. So. I I uh, I agree with um, Robert. I, I would have done the same thing. So uh, I think it's relatable. I always call you the triple threat guy because I mean, here you are again, writer, producer, director. How did this whole thing come about for you? Because this is scary, intriguing, different, <laughs> and really you're right. Different. It really that, sucks you that in. Really Tyler Perry. Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 Yeah, after, after I watched Gone Girl, I wanted to do something different. And being in that movie, being on set with David and, and Ben, I wanted to try my hand at a thriller. And nobody else could play this role but Taraji. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. For unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content, welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to NewRadioMedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Hey, I'm a director. <laughs> Places, everybody! I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I'm the dude. I'm kind of a big deal. Houston, we have a problem. You talking to me? You talking to me? Keep your friends close. You really are? You really talking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Greg Russell Movie Show. And we are having such a good time along with Jody Treeweiler, the movie mom. Movie mom. Movie mom. Mom. Would you want any of your kids to get into making movies? Yes. Yeah? Absolutely. Plus, all the technology they have, and right now, the apps that are out there, my kids can literally make little movies. 
that look amazing and better than some things that I actually see on TV. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I tell that honestly to whenever I speak in schools to kids how, like, when I was first starting out, the camera equipment that we had was this camera that was, like, this big. This right. is the portable one. <laughs> right. And this thick. And then it went into a record deck. And it would always take me, my cousin Marshall, and my buddy Jimmy Mashiri, all three of us, to put the portable equipment in my car. Jimmy Mashiri, if you're listening, good job, dude. <laughs> Shout out. Guaranteed, I know he is. Peace, all right. Bro, peace. <laughs> I love that name. Jimmy that's Mishiri? a gangster guy name, right? Yeah, that's him. Was he in The Goodfellas? Could have been. He was. Oh, if you'd ever met his brother Joe, oh, he mm. used to. He looked just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I could tell right there. But, but yeah, carting the equipment and all that. Yeah. Nowadays, it's ridiculous. Now, like My you son said, was like nine, and he comes up, Mom, look, I made a movie. And I was like crying. I'm like, oh, okay, that was good, sweetie. Oh, wow. Like, it's amazing. He did a movie of his little birthday party when he turned nine. Yeah. And, you know, um, is it on the iPhone? You can just kind of plug in the scenes. They already have the format there. Yeah. And now he's beyond that. But at that time, I think he was nine years old, and he made, like, I was tearing up. Now, am I Aww. a mom? Yes. Do yes, we cheer up at everything? That's y- right. Yes, you is do. Is that a booger? How precious. <laughs> That's so precious. Let's encase it in glass. Exactly. I have it in We're glass. Save How did this you know? for you. Yes. Baby's first booger. It's amazing. <laughs> that could be a name of That's a movie. Wrong. I'm not that way. Okay. <laughs> well, the reason I, I bring that up, because actually, right now on the line, we have a young filmmaker, uh, Peter Sean Nicholas. Uh, he has made two feature films already. Uh, one called The Hunt, you can catch on Amazon. And he's also working on a brand new documentary that we will have him talk to us about. And not to mention the fact he is my nephew and I'm very proud of him. Awesome. Hello. Hello. Peter, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Doing well, doing well. Glad to have you here on the Greg Russell Movie Show, even though you and I kind of already did this like in the car when you picked me up at LAX back in the day. I uh, know. It's kind of like a whole black blast in the past. You know? <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny how the... How life comes full circle like that. That's for sure. Also got here movie mom Jody with me. Hi, Say hi to Peter. Hey, Peter. How are you? Doing great. How are you doing, Jody? I am great. Congratulations on your latest project. I can't wait to hear about it. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a very, very crazy putting all that together, but I'm, I'm very excited about it. Now, tell everybody about it. I mean, this is a documentary, and it deals with something that's very... Uh, important and a you know something that's really going on and we hear about it a lot in the news nowadays tell, tell us what the whole concept is sure so the name of the film um it's called rape for sale it's a documentary about sex trafficking um about this time ago this last year um i worked with an organization that raised money for a shelter for victims of sex trafficking here in austin um to give you some perspective of the numbers here it's just in the state of texas there's around 79,000 minor victims of sex trafficking here in Texas. And I think this, the University of Texas did a study and found that there's a total of, I think it's around 300,000 just overall victims in the state of Texas. Wow. And there's around maybe a little over 300 beds um, for them to, shelters for them to, to kind of go that are specialized care for them. So it was an event that raised money so we can add more uh we're bent to that list, and in the course of working with them and hearing more stories about trafficking, I kind of decided that I wanted to create a film that raised awareness and hopefully could push for some legislative changes to to bring it to an end. No, very, very good, you know, idea for a movie, and like you said, something that definitely needs to be seen. And now, this will be your first documentary, correct? Exactly, that's right. And I think what one of the things that that kind of made me go from 
just someone who loves movies and enjoyed watching movies to someone who wanted to create movies um, is that I kind of, I realized film has a power to tell a story um, and kind of, you know, have you walk mile in someone else's shoes. So being able to make this documentary um, different than other things that I've done where I, it kind of has more of a, it, 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 there's a purpose to it. It's to create like a positive impact on society instead of just entertaining. So I think, um, you know, I think that's one thing that we all got into film for is to try to try to make a bit of a difference in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, I think increasing awareness continually because I've now, I feel like I have an understanding about sex trafficking and how rampant it really is. But hearing there's only 300 beds available for how many did you say? How many thousands of people are affected? 79,000 minors. So like, and this covers. Geez. I had no idea yeah. that there's no shelters available or. That's that's amazing. So what you're doing is just raising awareness even more so mm-hmm. that we need to do something oh, yeah, about this. We need help. It's shocking the statistics of how, um, you know, just how prevalent of a crime this is. I think the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, I want to say that I think they found that like one in four um, missing children um, mm. actually becomes a victim of sex trafficking. Wow. The average lifespan of someone who's been trafficked is around six years. Um, whether they die of, you know, of diseases or they have, you know, right. malnutrition or just are murdered, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a horrific crime that kind of goes under the, under the radar quite a bit. And one of the things that makes me angriest about it, as I've learned about the whole thing, is that convictions are very rare. I've talked right. to several families and several survivors for my documentary. And I have yet to find someone who's been prosecuted and convicted for that actual trafficking case. Man. Oh man. Well, I know that, uh, of course, you know, looking forward to seeing the documentary when it does come out. And I know as always, you're going to do an excellent job. And something else I want to ask you about though, is the movie that you did uh, prior the hunt, which people can check out on Amazon. Uh, you know, that's just it. It used to be back in the day, if you made a movie and there are only X amount of studios, you couldn't get it out anywhere. And Amazon now, shoot, I'd rather get my movie on Amazon or Netflix than, you know, some of these other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the movie The Hunt and also the process of as far as getting your movie on a platform like Amazon. You know, I was thinking about this um, the other day that right now is kind of like the best time to be an indie filmmaker. Right. You know, there's, like, there's a lot of different areas and avenues to get your film out there. Uh, granted, there's a lot more competition than there used to be, but mm-hmm. it's so much easier than it, than it was back in the day. You had to go through a studio right. um, to really kind of get your film out to a wide audience. But getting it on Amazon um, is super simple. So essentially, The Hunt is a feature film about a guy who's paid a million dollars to be hunted for seven days. I, uh, you know, I, when I was first starting out as a, film, as a filmmaker, every director, all my favorite directors out there said, just get a camera and go make a movie. There you go. And that's essentially what I did. Um, I think I shot around like 39 days with um, some, some local actors in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it was as low budget as you can imagine. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was telling a friend about a scene. So there was, there was uh, a scene we shot where an extra didn't show up. And I had to, uh, so I decided, okay, I'm going to film in. Fill in. So I set the camera up, got my shot set, I hit record, and then I ran into the scene with the other actors and called action. Nice. And then 
acted out the scene, and then went back to the camera, stopped recording, watched it to make sure it looked good, and did a couple more takes of that. But it was very, very low budget, very, <clears throat> very indie. But the reason why it's such a great time to be a filmmaker now is that I shot everything on a DSLR. Mm-hmm. I edited the whole thing on my laptop. I did all the, the sound design, the effects, the color correction, all that stuff just on my laptop. Wow. Um, so it's, 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 and it's been great. You know, it's the film, I think it's screened at several film festivals across the country. Uh, I am now an award winning uh, director, slash oh, cinematographer. Oh, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, you know, it, it movie, looks Bob? cool on the resume, right? Can I right. ask you, uh, what is that movie rated? Is it? Is it? Uh, it is not rated, but I, I mean, I wouldn't bring the uh, the kids to go see it. What age? Um, what age would be able I to think, watch it? I'd say like probably <coughs> excuse me, PG thirteen or so. Yeah, your oh. your kids that would be good, especially yeah. the older one. I mean, nudity? you know, what, is there any no. nudity? Oh, no, no nudity. No, no. nudity. Come on, the guy's running nope. wild. He's taking his pants <laughs> off at one point. Am I wrong? Well, I, I was really telling you, let's, let's try to get more get more into shape, but it was a, yeah. it was a local That's kind of guy. I was, I was like, hoping. We're pushing for that on right? the, like, and his next movie, not the yeah. trade one, but another there's one. There's a reason Thor must disrobe, always. <laughs> exactly. Just, on the sequel, why do you have clothes on, on Thor? On the sequel. <laughs> yeah, okay, so on the sequel, just consider. I love just her. for the moms. Oh, yeah. We need a Absolutely. little Absolutely, for the moms out there. is good. Little... That's good. Yeah. What's next? I'll talk to I'll talk to Chris. See if see if I see if he's available. Yes, I know he's got this whole Chris, uh, Avengers booty. thing going on, but be proud. You're working out, Chris. You're doing squats. Show them off. Oh yeah, you know you, you gotta you, you're doing all that work. You gotta right. show it off. You gotta work it into the storyline. Like it has to make sense. It has to make sense. Yeah, please. Like um, when you Jackman did it in the Wolverine movie. That made sense. Okay. So much sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, that worked. <laughs> Like, oh, I yeah, no, I'm mean, <laughs> I get it. I mean, I will uh, definitely, I'll definitely try to work that in on the on the next one, uh, okay. for sure. That's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> and I'll owe you a writing credit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jody will check out all the prints for you. Right. You know, whatever you could. Mom perspective. <laughs> my kids still I mean, watch really, it. You got to get that that mom approval. That's know? right. The growing demographic for sure. Yes, that'll work. No doubt. That'll work. Director, producer, writer, Peter Rashawn Nicholas, thank you so much for being with us. And I'm going to have you on, as you all know, uh, you know, many times uh, throughout the year to talk about your movie, also talk about other movies and other things going on in the film business. You don't mind, do you? Uh, not at all. You know? <laughs> it's one of those things. I wouldn't be doing what I uh, am doing today if it wasn't for you, man. So thanks uh, so much for having me on the show, and uh, thanks so much for everything. Oh, you you are quite welcome, and I'm glad everything is going so well because you remember the promise your mother told me that if it didn't work. I think I remember it more being like a threat. Than yeah, a it was more of a threat. All right, we need to hear, please. Can we hear? What? Well, when he was going to Santa Monica College and when I'd fly out and do junkets, uh, you know, he would take me to, you know, wherever I was staying, and then we got him also a thing uh, – with a company called Junket Production. So that's where he, you know, started falling in love with it. And he told his mother that's what he wanted to be. And his mother said, okay, great. And Greg, if this doesn't work out, I will kill you. Oh. So thank you, Joy. Love you. That was aggressive. Uh, yeah. But, hey, uh, you know, as Jody's, I'm sure as you, uh, as you know, as many moms know, you get things more shit with a threat than anything else. That is correct. <laughs> All right. Peter, thank you so much for being with us. And we're coming up on another quick break right here on the Greg Russell Movie Show. Can you sing that? Greg Russell movie show, yeah. Hot dog. No. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> no.
Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. But I'm funny how. I mean, Oh, that was the end. Great oh, job! At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need